<laughs> You're a prick. Pompous. That's from Home Alone, right? You're a real you jerk. jerk. Mm. Look what you did. Look you what you did, you little jerk. jerk. I was like, wow. Like yeah. when I watched that movie back, I was like, they was damn. going in. They was going. Oh, but we back though. You know, hey, daddy issues. Another episode, another man. Another episode. That's another we day. We talking about bratty kids, right? Yeah. Man? Nothing we personal. We talking about bratty kids, kids or yeah. spoiled bratty? Yes. Spoiled. Yeah. Mine aren't spoiled. <clears throat> no. Like they are, but they don't know that they are. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like they y'all are spoiling these kids, but they're not spoiled brats. Yeah, that's the difference. Yeah, because you know I I spoil my kids, but they they wasn't bratty with it. Yeah, my kids are very respectful. Yeah. You know, appreciate they don't be they don't feel like they deserve. Like I and I check them when on the. If they get to arguing about what, you know, this is mine. I'd be like, no, yeah. all of this is mine. I, I pull the dad. No, all this is mine. Right. I pay for all this. So, but Keelan's already very, uh, like, cognizant of that. Like, they, they ask him, like, where'd you get his toy? He say, my mom or my dad. Yeah. Like, he, don't, he don't be on the mind when it comes to other people or whatever. And they, they good kids. They real good kids. Yeah. Uh, so, no, they're not spoiled. But they are. They got everything. But mm-hmm. they, you know, and the older they get, like, I'm definitely going to. They gotta get work and work stuff off, and do, you know I'm setting all that up early. I ain't gonna be on the whole. You get whatever you want because you deserve it. Mm-hmm. You deserve <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, man. These kids like. I remember growing up like, I didn't always get. I got everything I ever wanted eventually, but it wasn't like a right away thing. I, was like, I want some skates, and then eventually my mom found some pink skates that we had to <laughs> we had to paint over them black and I was like, I'll take it and then you know and then my dad like if I wanted a G.I. Joe he'd be like well what did you do to earn this G.I. Joe I'd be like I don't, I don't know like what y'all need me to do you know I had to work off that yeah. road pig action figure that was Cobra you know and you know so I had I had a, a balance of like you know I could get some things, but at the same time, I got to appreciate where they came from. Yeah. You know, um, that you can't always get what you want. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, because we, we we all have bratty moments. Mm-hmm. Even as adults, you'd be like, well, I ain't like. You know, and some people are just spoiled adults. Yeah. I ain't You know, this, that, and the third. I deserve. And yeah. so it's just like. Some people never grow out of it because they was never checked. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like I was taught early. I learned early. Like life ain't fair. Mm-hmm. You don't always get what you want. And that's just is what it is. Move on. Yeah. Like like even Keelan, he's had his moments, but he, I was like, what did I say? You know, and he just, he just really wanted the toy, but he understands like, all right, I ain't mm-hmm. getting it. So he'll hold mm-hmm. back that tear in his eye or whatever. I'd be like, next time. And now that he's older, though, he, he gets like, we're not going to get this now, but, you know. Maybe one day, or if you, okay, all right, Dad. I was like, just put it back. Okay, he like he's never, he's had one incident. He didn't even throw a fit like that. He just started crying because he wanted this Black Panther toy, mm-hmm. and I was like, nah. He didn't know he was getting it later, mm-hmm. but I was just like, nah, man. He was like, he sat in the basket. I was like, you, I wish you would throw a fit right now, and he held right. it in. He was just like, <laughs> but. Now he'd be like, I'd be like, not right now. Okay, put it back. Yeah, put it back. All right. Yeah. No and, big deal. And I was big on anti-tantrum. Like yeah, me you too. Once you the tantrum, you are getting the opposite. Well, you get nothing now. And I, I was staying firm in that. Like, 
I was always big on not catering to the tantrum. I'm still like that, even with adults. I'm just like, nah, just because mm-hmm. you acting the fool. Nah, nah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, and even like when the kids get older, you know, like when I'm buying them food or whatever like that, I would just be like, I would just have moments where I'm just like, why you always got to get the extra stuff or you got to get the the most expensive thing on the menu? <laughs> like you're not paying for none of this. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, would, I would make them mindful of somebody's paying for this. Mm-hmm. So don't always go for the, the expensive stuff. And it's like, uh, you know, and I, I love the moment when, Serene realized it when he was buying his own food. He was just like, man, man. He started looking at the prices. I was like, y'all don't be paying attention to the prices. Yeah. I would tell him that when they were kids. I was like, y'all got to look at the prices. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all be getting the extra, especially Cecilia. He would get the extravagant, or they would want to go to Counter Burger. Counter Burger is pricey. It's pricey burgers. And then you, you, you make, you build your own burger, but. It's pricey. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, nah, man, y'all got to pick somewhere that's cheap. And I, you know. I am the queen of we have food at home. Yeah. Because we usually do have food at home. Mm-hmm. And I can cook pretty well. So yeah. there's no reason for us to have Why to order out. out. Yeah. And if you enjoy cooking, I'm like, yeah, I'll take the home cook. Oh, all day. Every time. Mm-hmm. Oh, day. you feel like cooking? The, the reason I go for the go out is like, you know, she might not feel like cooking tonight. Yeah. So I'll just be like, all right. Oh, we just hungry in the now. We already over here. Yeah. What the hell? We don't have time. We, yeah. Like, especially if you're out with the kids, like, later. Mm-hmm. You start factoring bath and bedtime, whatever. We don't have yeah. time to cook. So we just got to grab something. Right. Get it. But I've had, I I mean, I was, I had to get jobs early. They, they nipped that in the bud early. Like, I always had to work or do something, even if it was, like, before I could legally work, you know, well, you got to go wash my car if you want to do A, B, and C, or whatever. All right. Mm-hmm. Like, I, all right, cool. You don't just get stuff just to get it because, mm. like, why? That's not, that's not life. Well, this is interesting, and you kind of brought it up earlier. Mm. What's the line between knowing your self-worth and asking for what you think you deserve as mm. an adult and being spoiled? Mm. That's a good question. I'm trying to think of like an example. <clears throat> well, but if you're going for what you think you deserve, you've already put in work mm-hmm. before that to feel that way. Mm-hmm. Where there's some people, you ain't did nothing. You're just entitled and you haven't done anything. Or like, some people feel they got delusions of grandeur and they think they earned something by putting in the minimum. Like, mm-hmm. like well, that's all you did. Yeah. All you did was sweet this whole month. <laughs> and you think, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like. You, you got to be able to really assess the amount of work you put in to earn whatever it is you want. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because some people do bare minimum and feel like, well, I deserve this. Not, yeah. not really. There's yeah. levels to this. You know what I mean? And so you just got to see what that is, too. Um, but I I felt like, like, like you know, because uh, I've been working. You know, I've been, you know, financially independent, you know, since really since my divorce. And it's just like. I don't really ask somebody for nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I mean, I'm, I'm just in a different, and I, you know, you get into a different space. Once you roll into financial independence, you just like, well, you know, I get what I've earned already. You know what I mean? So it's just like, you start really putting together everything like, you know, and then, then when you're dealing with people that might be dependent on you, it's just like, oh, what did you earn? You know, I go <laughs> to my dad and my stepmom, like, what did you what did you do to earn this G.I. Joe? And so it's like, now I'm on the other side of it. 
And I get it now. Because as a kid, you'd be like, man, just give me the G.I. Joe. Yeah. It's $3.97. That's you my three ninety seven. You'd be like, oh, I worked for this three. You sit in the pocket. And but it can mess with people's self-worth because some parents say you get the G.I. Joe because you got an A. And mm. some parents say you're supposed to get an A. You still don't mm. get the G.I. Joe. Right. And so that'll be like, oh, I can never do enough to right. get the G.I. Joe. Yeah. I'm I'm all for the, you know, giving the reward for the good work in school, mm-hmm. even though um, it's not required. Like if you do good in school, you gonna get this. It's yeah. more of a just like you know Surprise. what we're proud of you. Yeah, you've earned this, mm-hmm. and you know I th- I think that's more healthy than telling the kid if you get an A, you get this. That yeah. might help propel them, but I think it's healthier if you just. Throw it in as a surprise. Yeah, when when it's the unexpected, it's better because then they're not only doing stuff to get stuff. Right. You you do you are supposed to just get good. You're mm-hmm. just supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. But on the random report card, if you all of a sudden you get an envelope, you're like, oh, I didn't. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. So this is what I can get if I do well. Right. Also, like, like, man, that's this, cool. This is possible. Like, I want you to do well for you. Right. But yeah, I might hook you up too, or you know, the world might hook you up too. But you yeah. do well for you first, because mm-hmm. that's what happened with Cecilia. Cecilia's always had good grades in school, like the whole time. So it's just like, man. So when he graduated from high school, I was just like, here, you know, here's fifteen hundred dollars, just because you did a good job, you know. And so um, he didn't know that was coming, but it yeah. was just like, man, you put in the work. You put in the work I could never put in academically. Mm-hmm. So I'm super proud of that. And so I just threw that in, you know. But he wasn't going in like, let me get these grades so Pop can give me money. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So. Now, about the generational thing, because you mentioned earlier when we were kids, this is how it was, and now this is how it is. Every generation seems to think that the next one is more spoiled Every and time. lazier than theirs. Every time. Do you think this is true of the generation coming up now? Yes, but... But it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I've talked to this, you know, I talked about this with my, my dad, and your your goal is to set your kids up to do better mm-hmm. than you are. That should be everybody. I want you to have a better life than me. So if you're doing it correctly, then each generation should have a little more stuff, and it should be a little easier. And it should, Like, the problem is some just give too much, mm-hmm. and now they don't appreciate anything. Right. And don't blame the kid because that's your fault. Like a lot of people talk about kids, this generation, but who? Well, who's raising them? Mm-hmm. That's your fault. If these kids are bright, if your kid do nothing but play on the iPad, that's your fault because you never check it. You don't give time. You don't. If your kid don't appreciate nothing, it's your fault because you never made them do it. Mm-hmm. Like so, don't blame the whole generation for being a certain way when you're raising the generation. That's that doesn't make any sense. So, but as far as what we have and what. You know, easier. Yeah, you don't want your kids to go to the same struggles you went, and you don't want them. That's that's just supposed to do. It should be easier every time if we're doing it right. It should be easier. Right. But it's just they should still. If you're raising them right, they should still appreciate things and they should still work hard and they should still. But yeah, it should be easier. Why the hell would you want them? That would be weird if you want them to go through hard stuff like you. That's that's weird. Some, sometimes though, I'll be wanting them to like. I wanted Serene to have a raggedy car, just so he. Can, well, yeah. He can feel that you know he have his real friends around him, and like you know to to know that you're not entitled to like a, yeah. a, a dope car, especially. 
So in 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 some cases, it but can that's be not beneficial. that's that goes along with what I was talking about them appreciating stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, what I mean, that's not like having a raggedy car because you can't do anything else. Like right. You can't. It's like this is all we got. Like it's just like no. Here's you got to appreciate. Yeah. This like there's a, what I was talking about was like, you know. I messed up so bad. Now you have to right. struggle. You got to mm-hmm. struggle. I too. want the struggle to be a choice, mm-hmm. like the or I'm teaching a lesson or not. Like we have something to fall back on. Right. But I you you got to learn these lessons. That's so like a car. Like I'm not mm-hmm. my Honda Fit. I hope it's still running <laughs> by the time Keelan gets his life because that's what he's getting. Yeah. I'm gonna have the Tesla. Right. But he's getting the Honda Fit. Mm-hmm. But after he appreciates that and pays a couple, you know. The insurance or whatever gets you. Now you can have the nice car, like you can. But yeah, he's starting off with that with that fit for sure. And I do feel like uh, you know I, I comedically joke about this, but kids, all kids have it a little bit easier now because they just got more stuff, mm-hmm. more access to stuff. The internet, social media, phones can do everything. You know, we didn't have that gross. So I'll be hating on that, like <laughs> man, y'all out here with with the Cartoon Network. Oh. They had cartoons 24-7. When I grew up, we had after school and Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Everything else was live action boredom. So it was just like, man, cartoons was only in this little bubble for me. And then, you know, Nickelodeon to come and then, you know, Cartoon Network didn't come for a while for me. So it was just like, man, 24-hour cartoons? But that, that little school block was slim. But mm-hmm. but the school block was slim because as soon as I was over, you was outside playing anyway. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily, man. I was. Something. Because if my mom wasn't home yet, she didn't want us outside oh, yeah. when she wasn't home. So I had to sit and watch like a regular program. <laughs> Live action, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Emergency. That was like a TV show that was on. And then, then if you stayed home from school, like let's say you were sick and you were home from school, you had to watch soap operas. Oh, you taking them soap operas to the face. I love Lucy. I'm just like, man, fuck these shows, man. Where the cartoons at? Well, you ain't supposed to be here anyway. Touche. Yeah. Touche. Mm -hmm. But you know, if my kids were sick and home from school, they got the Cartoon Network, they got Nickelodeon, they get all this Disney, uh, Disney Kids. So it's like, man, the access. But you could read a book. I remember back in the day, we didn't have anything to watch. Yeah. You read a book. And now kids, they're never going to be bored enough to read a book. Oh, man. Reading the books? Because I, I actually books. was never bored enough to read a book. I hated. Actually, no. I did like Goosebumps. Mm-hmm. I loved Goosebumps. Goosebumps was a good time. I used to read. And when they came out with the You Choose the Scare, oh, and I could make my own journey. Was man, I was like, oh, was do I go through the door or do I go through the basement? It's so man. much pressure. I, I read comic it. books. That was me. I'd go in my brother's room. He was like, don't go in my comic books. I would go right in there. <laughs> Soon as he left, I was in there. And so I had that for sure. And I would read like Winnie the Pooh stuff and like uh, the little gold label books. Mm-hmm. With the little gold label on the side, Dr. Seuss. Oh, I did read that. Yeah, so I was reading those, looking at the pictures and stuff. As long as it had some like illustrations in there, I was more drawn to it. And then straight novels, though, I just get bored of the, mm-hmm. just the words on the page. I'll be like, all right, I'm out of here. I need to do those visuals. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to, one last thing off of what <clears throat> Kian recently said is that sometimes it does backfire because we see the greatest generation that won World War II. Mm-hmm. They went ahead and raised the generation that collapsed the economy. 
<laughs> so that seems to be like the cyclical nature yeah. of yeah. they, they grew up in the depression and they wanted to give them more and uh, then they gave them too much and that's then, what i'm saying it's the balance you gotta you gotta, you gotta find that balance, balance. you want your kids to do better but you can't just they they gotta still work they got you gotta keep your core values you gotta mm-hmm. keep the stuff but you know some people go too far. Some people are way too limited. It's a balance. Everything is a balance. Mm-hmm. And some people, it's just about finding that balance. And about the individual kid. Some kids appreciate stuff from day one. Mm-hmm. That's just how they are. Some kids work hard from day one. Right. Then you got them people that's just lazy mm-hmm. or entitled. And it's, uh, you got to adjust your parenting to each kid. Like people try to parent all the kids the same way. Every kid's okay. different. Individuals, man. Just like coaches. Coaches, you coach. You can't. The star and the bench player, whatever they—they they all, they're all different individuals. Mm-hmm. They are. I read a, I read a, a quote from Coach K when he was playing for Bobby Knight, and he asked him why this guy doesn't have to do the same stuff that he does. And he was like, "Well, you ain't him. Right. <laughs> you, you ain't him. He don't have to do that. You do. Like, right. So each kid, it's as simple gotta, as that. Even with punishments, each kid don't take the punishments the same way. Mm-hmm. Some kids, you just stare at them. They will straighten up." Some you got to take more stuff. Some you got it's everything is different. You just got to find it. Do you think that once a kid is spoiled, he's spoiled, or do you think you can come back from that? I think I think you can, can hit rock back. bottom. You can come back. Yeah, if you we can definitely come back. It's people that have been humbled. Mm-hmm. That you was like life is good, and it's like no, no, it's not. I got humbled, man. I remember because uh, I used to be like a show off, low key, like. You know, I would get new sneakers and put them on and just go outside. Like, I had no business just really going outside in the new shoes. But I'm like, yeah, you see the pro. And they was pro wings. You know, they was low-budget sneakers anyway, but they was new and fresh. <laughs> and I didn't know pro wings was low-budget at the time. Straight stunning. And then, you know, uh, I get. I, I remember I got a Dinobot. Uh, I got uh, the Triceratops Dinobot. Couldn't wait to show them off. Took them to school. Yeah, you know. A teacher confiscated it, and somebody stole it out of the teacher's closet. Mm. Lesson learned. And then the final lesson was somebody took my bike. I was about to say, like, I was waiting on the bike store. I was like, <laughs> all right, lesson learned. So I was humble ever since then. So now, even now, when people are like, man, Tony, you super humble. That's because of what I went through growing up. I was like, you know what? I ain't showing shit off. <laughs> Ever again. <laughs> so now I'm just, I'm just happy to be here. Thank you. That's it. I learned my lesson, though. But it was a valuable lesson that I never forgot. And I was just like, all right, you know, don't show off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I learned my stuff more when I – I've always had to work for stuff and whatever. But we grew up – like, people – when I talk about being broke, I was broke on my own. So, like, we grew up fine. We didn't want for anything. We didn't need for anything. We were fine. But I moved out at 18. And so from 18 to a couple years ago, it was struggle city. So I've been, and I mean broke. So I've been there. Like, a lot of people grew up broke. I didn't grow up like that. But I did, you know, 10, 12 years of my own trying to adult. It's just struggling. Just, I mean, I don't know how I'm going to pay the rent, you know, behind on bills, credit trash, cars repossessed. Like, I didn't did all that. Man, so now me too. I'm like, all right, I know how to work. I'm, I'm, you know, I went through all that. But I needed to go through that because mm-hmm. even though my parents always, you know, made us work and whatever and we bought our own stuff, I still had that safety net of them. When I was out on my own, there was no safety net. Mm-hmm. There was no, it was just sink or swim. 
And but I wanted I wanted that though. I could have stayed and and lived at the right. house. I was like, I'm out. I love the bro. I struggle. want this independent. Yeah. I hated it at the time, but I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna do this. Me and my I, I just mm-hmm. met up. I was in Phoenix last weekend, and uh, one of my teammates from college. I ain't seen him in 15 years. So we we link up, and we was just talking about college. It was six of us in a one-bedroom apartment. Mm. He was like, that was the funnest time of my oh, life. Man. We was broke, trying to make rent every month, working at uh, fast food places, eating. We talked about We ate McChickens every day. Yeah. They was a oh, dollar. McChicken was they key. They was a dollar. You know how many McChickens I've eaten? I've ingested so many McChickens. Oh, it's disgusting. It was, it was clutch. It was so. You just go in there with your little dollar. Man, I forgot about the McChicken. Boom. That's what we lived. We, we, we bet. Like, cause we didn't have money to gamble it, we would bet McChickens. Yes. I bet you McChicken, you can't do this dump. The McChicken oh, was right. life. It was everything. How did I forget this sandwich? It kept me alive. For it was <laughs> brewing, man. Like that's why DC made me laugh when he was like, everybody turned their back on McDonald's. Like it didn't. Ra- McDonald's kept me alive it when did. I had no money. The McChicken. McChicken. Oh. And then we would get, and uh, when I went to my my university, we had. Uh, the McDonald's would give the coach coupons mm-hmm. for us, so I we would Big Mac, twenty piece nut, whatever. That we stayed in McDonald's. McDonald's, That's what we did. I hate people judging McDonald's. Mm-hmm. It's I trash. Get it. I it's get it. Trash. It is trash. It's but trash. It was, I don't like it when people judge it for the taste. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't believe you. Mm-hmm. you well. Know? But your taste buds do change when you they have when you change. have better stuff. You I realize don't like the pompousness. Of the switcher. <laughs> I've never. No, you no. goddamn lie. Acknowledge that you Everybody just loved McDonald's growing up. Because, like, Taco Everybody. Bell used to be delicious to me. Yeah. Then I started eating. I was like, this is horrible. <laughs> Once you go homemade, yeah, like, or like real spots, like, yeah, you'd be like, this is disgusting. But I used to think it was fire. The bees' knees. It was so good. Big Macs are still good. I, I won't eat them a lot, but sometimes a Big I, Mac. I can tell you the last time I had one. Before I gave up meat, McDonald's was still all right with me. Oh, From no. the chicken nuggets, the breakfast, the Big Macs. It was legit. Mm. To I haven't had McDonald's since I got sick in San Diego. Man. And y'all all witnessed that. It was horrible. <laughs> and I haven't had that was When was diversity in San Diego? Mm-hmm. That was... 20, I don't know. It was yeah. five, six years. And I was like, I'm... Good. They, uh, but man, the McChicken, man. Because you used to get them egg whites too. I would get the egg white McMuffin. Yeah. And that's what got me sick. So I was mad at you. I don't even, I don't know how you got sick from the egg. I got jacked up. Well, I got the sausage on it too, I think. That's what did it. And I was jacked up. But I had, I had the, the, when I got the regular ones, I never, nothing ever happened. And I got that egg white one time because Tony was raving about it. And we was in San Diego, and I went and got two of them. It was like two for three or whatever. It had to be the sauce. Oh, I was done. Because they use real eggs. I don't see what else with the tourist stomach. It's not the sausage. I used to work like the rave bartending. I would get the sausage egg McMuffin every time. I was fine. It was fine. The only thing he don't eat, like he eats eggs, right? Mm. Yeah. If they don't mess his stomach up at McDonald's, Contrary to what y'all be believing, they use real eggs in the egg McMuffin. 
know. It had to be the sausage. Yeah, or I mean, the I'm, English if I'm if I'm doing hating process of elimination, no, I'm not hating on the sausage. I'm but like, it had to be. If the how could the regular egg mess his stomach up? But he eats eggs. Yeah. It could have been anything. Uh, I don't want to get too gross, but he, you know the person there was cheese on there too. Could have been. Could have been the cheese as well. Contamination. I'll just yeah. say there it could be been, accidental contamination. But I was jacked up that whole day. I just want to ask real quick, can you think of a way to spoil children if you're broke, like emotionally spoil them or not discipline them enough that does just as much damage? Yeah. Wait, what did you mean? Like, can a parent with very little money to buy their kids anything still spoil their kid? Oh, you asking how can they spoil them? Or Or can can, they? Can they still raise like a brat? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You can spoil kids just gonna exist, like you know, because uh, we we were all broke growing up in Chicago, and it just be like, you know, you you spoil them with the food stamps, like you you getting them whatever they want on the food stamp tip. They got all the juices, all this, that, and the third. They giving the juices out to their friends without asking the parents. That's mm-hmm. a spoiled move. Or like when you get them stamps and you don't use them for anything nutritious, you're right. just spoiled. I mean, junk. I get to have Cheetos all for dinner. I was like. Hostess and Twinkies and stuff like that. Absolutely. Yeah. And I've Absolutely. seen that. Absolutely. Yeah, man. We used to have some filth in the house just as a community. You know what I'm saying? Because we really wasn't paying attention to nutrition. We had no business drinking Kool Aid. The Susie Q, a hostess Susie Q. Oh, the hostess Q. was like. Man. I used and to I eat used honey to buns every day. I love them joints, man. Oh, a Susie Q. That was your go to? That was one of the pudding pies. The Susie Q's. Twinkies was just like, uh, it was just a no, face of the company, but I, I wasn't emotionally invested. It was just all kind of food. I was honey buns and the crumb donuts. The crumb donuts. That man. was my thing. They was messy, but no messier than the powdered one. My brother would get the powder. I'd be like, you look like a cokehead. The powder was always too dry for me. Yeah. I didn't like it. I ate it one time, and I was like, I can't even swallow. Yeah, it was just like, I feel like, all right, guys. But the crumb and the honey bun. And I, used, I was big on, you remember home run pies? Home run pie. They were like the little. They had different flavors, like apple, cherry, chocolate. And they were just like the little fake apple pie things. They came in like a little pack. On the fire. And I would get the apple home run pie. They was like fifty cents, mm-hmm. and I would eat an apple home run pie. It was so all the time. The oatmeal so cookies with the icing in the middle. Oh, you talking about the little Debbie? Little ice and terror. Oh yeah, Debbie's. we all the oatmeal cream pies. Uh, a, I would get a box and just destroy it solo. <sighs> See, Karen's laughing. He's still like that. You get the box for Matchy, and you just go in one after another. Their honey buns wasn't as good, though. The Little Debbie's, they weren't as good as the Hostess. But Uh I would still eat three or four of them. Donut sticks. Little Debbie's donut Uh. sticks. Oh, my God. Uh. (sighs) Little Debbie was trying to kill us, man. Because I I didn't care about nutrition facts. I didn't know. I just didn't know. I didn't have the education. So I was just eating filth. And those are my sweet. My savory palate wasn't oh, no better. Man. I remember I used to go to the store and get uh, beef jerky and Funyuns. Man, listen, man. That's Phil. just awful. I grew up in Chicago, man. I would get pizza pockets, regular pizza, steak and cheese sandwiches, rib <laughs> tips. It was just filth city. And that's why I was fat. That's why I was fat as hell. I don't know. What, well, I do know. I played three sports. You so played sports. I, I didn't yeah. do nothing but eat. <laughs> I didn't play football till ninth grade. 
Then I started to slim down a little bit. But before that, yeah. eating the video games. Yeah. I, I would eat, play outside all day, then do sports. Didn't eat. Man. It was eat, 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 eat. I still be eating. It's just more comes of what I'm eating or I'll try to work it off. I love I don't food, think I'm man. never not going to be an eater. Food is so like, good. DC be like, man, what the hell? That picture I sent y'all, you know I finished that? Oh, I have no doubt. I was like, I, Keon out here, wow. <laughs> I was like, I'm eating. I have no doubt. I went, we went to uh, Lolo's. Uh, I never been. I was like, take me to a, a Arizona staple. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So we went to Lolo's. I've been there. The chicken and waffles. And I, I was like, I'm a chill. Did you get the Kool-Aid? No. <laughs> I got, I just got, you know, a waffle and two wings. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I'm still hungry. Yeah. So I got, then I got another waffle and a thigh <laughs> and a leg. God, thighs, <laughs> man. Disgusting. And, and this is what happened. I realized I'm an adult because that second waffle, the sugar was like, you mm-hmm. think you could handle this? And I was like, Ugh. I was I wasn't full, but my body was just Your like, we like, can't what are you take doing? this. And that second waffle, halfway through the waffle, I just felt like I was like, I'm gonna have a heart attack yep. right now. The chicken, I was fine, even though it's greasy, right? And it's but that, that sugar, sugar man. I I was like, I'm shutting down. Yep. I thought I was gonna have a stroke. I finished it too. I was like, well, if I die, I'm dying happy. Oh, I'm gonna finish There's it. It's cinnamon in this waffle. I'm eating it. Yo, Lolo's in Arizona got some good waffles. They waffled out. It's better than Roscoe's. They it's got better good than chicken waffles, waffle spot. I took y'all too. That cinnamon put it over the top. I was they like, these waffles. And it had the crisp around the oh, end. I was tell like. You Lolo's. I'm, I'm coming there when I come there. Oh, it was so good. They had some good waffles, man. I watched people drink the Kool-Aid. I was like, I don't know how you do it. No, I haven't had Kool-Aid in a long time. Man. We used to live on the I was a Kool-Aid-making fiend back in the day. I wish, I wish growing up. You know, I wish I had the food knowledge that I have now. I don't. Because I would have I would have just been, I probably would have been a more active kid. That probably would have changed my whole outlook on everything. Because really? all I did was, yeah. Your diet affects your brain. A That's lot of people true. don't want to give it that, but yes. And so I would have been eating different. I would have been eating more vegetables. I wouldn't have been eating the little Debbie joints. And I would have just felt better about myself because my self-esteem was trash. Because I got clowned for being fat. Yeah. That's true. So it changed my eat. whole outlook on everything. My confidence would have been higher. I don't know. You shouldn't go back in hindsight because you can eat Little Debbie snacks and read a book. You just didn't nah. want to. Wait, what? You can. I used to do it all the time. I'd have those little brownies. I'd be reading a book and I'd be eating brownies. and It's just, I, I don't think you should blame the food. That's all. The, the food is a big That's part of it. That's what made it fat. That's what it made, made it fat, fat, but also yeah. not exercising. Yeah, but but it's like, I, I didn't want to. I was like, yeah. Cause, but knowing about exercise, I didn't have that. You know, I didn't know about burning calories and fat. I was just, we was just outside, but it wasn't like, oh, yeah. this is activity. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Knowing that back then, I'd have slimmed up. I'd have been like, and that would have affected my confidence all throughout, you know, life. So definitely, I wish I would have went back and changed that up. Eating pizza and just sitting there playing Nintendo on my ass. But now you've rejected that. So having had that in your early life has made you a better person. See, that's later how life. I'm. I feel like that. I'm. I'm glad I had the. Coo- At least I got to experience the feel because I don't do it like that no more. Mm-hmm. But I loved every minute that feel. I, I love the food. I would go to In and Out and get a, a three. I, I, the most disgusting thing I ever did was uh, we had. Um, 
this thing in my hometown. It was a place called Hazel's, and they had a thing called the Willie Burger, and it was a pound burger. Like it took up the entire plate, yeah. and they gave fries with it. I like a food challenge. And when you became, when you got on varsity, that's what it was. Yeah. When you got on varsity, mm-hmm. everybody on varsity had to go to Hazel and finish the burger. So you, the key to do it was to cut it up in fours, <laughs> eat the fries first, because the fries will put you. If you don't eat the fries first, you'll tap out. And you gotta finish the fries. You gotta finish the whole Ooh. thing. So yeah. we finished the fries and the burger. I remember one kid, he was sweating. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I can't do it. He's like, you better do it. He's like, I can't, I can't, I can't. He was sweating and everything. He was breathing. And I finished it. And I remember I didn't eat the rest of the day. I was so full. And that that was, I was like, why did I do this? And I had another moment where I went past that and ate till I threw up. <laughs> I ate until we had a team dinner. It was college, and like I said, we poor. So whenever you got free food, I was. We went to Fud Ruckers, and I, I <laughs> we went to Fud Ruckers. I got the steak man. burger, fries, and a chili dog, and I puked as soon as we walked out. I had no, I couldn't breathe. Chili is such a common denominator <laughs> that people throwing out. Chili is always the cherry on top. They was like, "You don't look good, man." I was like, "I'm fine." We walked outside. I was like. Just, and they were like, that's disgusting. Here's the cold part, though. Threw up, and I was hungry again because I had nothing else. So I, I ate my boy's meal. cookies. I, I was like, well, that's that's the Keon most gluttonous. was in shambles. <laughs> he was strung out. I'm fine. Get <laughs> <laughs> these cookies, though. They was, he was a crackhead. <laughs> Sugar, you know, that what kind of stuff say? is addictive. Yeah, you don't look good. I'm fine. <laughs> I was like, I'm fine. <gasps> and I puked. I mean, as soon as we walked outside, front of Fuddruckers, not even on the side of the That's building, in front funny. of Fuddruckers. Oh, and man. from then on, every time we would eat, they was like, don't eat too much, man. You know how you get. <laughs> I love a food challenge. I love those. Like, I want to do another. I was about to do before, before I... Uh, Went vegetarian, uh, damn near vegan. I was going to do this pizza challenge at Big Mama's, Big Papa's or whatever. They get yeah. this huge like, no, pizza. No, you can't. If you, if you finish it, and you could do it with a group. Oh, with a group. Oh, we were supposed it. to do that. Yeah, I, I wanted did, to I do that. that. It's I think about could, the size of this table. Yeah. Between me, you, DC, and Chaz, I think we could have did it. I think we could have did it. I think we could have did it. Have you seen those in real life? Have you seen? I haven't those seen it in real life. Though. Oh, I've seen them in real life. I ordered one for a set one time. And I didn't see in, a huge one before. Yeah. I think I think I, I think we could have did it. And that piece is good with a group because you can have six piece people, is okay. right? Yeah, six people. We could have knocked that out. Mm-hmm. Six people if that's all you're eating for the day. All right, because it is the size of this table, yeah. and you think like, oh, I can do this. Because I've eaten whole pizzas. before. I can do a whole extra large by myself yeah. easy. Chicago stuffed crust, extra large. Can you do that? Or the stuffed, the double layer? <laughs> Can you do that? Are you talking about deep dish? Or deep dish, crust? deep dish. Sorry. Oh, no, deep dish is that's next no. level. I can do a medium Cecilia's deep dish pizza. I could do a whole medium deep dish solo because I've like done it before. But it's so thick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a thin crust, you can murder. And that, that, that mama's papa's joint, I think it was like a thin crust. And that crust. helps, too, even when it comes to, like, when you do a taco challenge, mm-hmm. you could take a burrito with the same consistency. You'll get full faster. But because yeah. the tacos are smaller, you could yeah. just keep going. Yeah. So, like, with a thin crust pizza, I just keep going. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm fine. This is, this is, that's why I don't like, mm-hmm. that's why I would never do a pancake challenge. 
Mm. Oh, the pancakes, I'd be like a couple bites into a pancake, and I'd be like, I'll plus, it, I'm man. scared of that shit. After what happened to me with this waffle, man. I don't want to do no more. I don't even want two waffles, and waffles man. ain't even thick. I'm good with one waffle. I didn't like that feeling. I was like, I'm going to stop breathing soon. The crepes, the French ones, you fill it with ham oh, and cheese, you can roll those up. Oh, the crepes are easy work. Yeah. I could do a lot of those. Yeah. Pan- I did the pancake challenge with uh, this dude I acted in the play with. Huge guy. It was a mice and men, so he played like Lenny. And uh, I remember he was, he was a gay dude, so I, I prejudged him. I was like, man, gay dudes don't be eating like that. What? <laughs> I just, I don't know where that came from. I was just like, gay dudes can't put it down on the food tip. And then, so I was like, I challenge you, you know. It was all you can eat pancakes at IHOP. And it was like, I, I think on my third plate, I was like, and then he just kept going. He was still talking. And I was over there like, Tony, you don't look too good. I went home and passed out on the living room floor, balled up. Yeah, after I ate the Willy Burger, I slept on the floor. Man. I couldn't even get something the about the floor. It's just like, I slept on the floor like a degenerate. I just slept on the ground. And I had TV on, but I wasn't really watching the game. I was yeah. just kind of late. And my brother was like, what's wrong with you? I was like, I had the willy. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. I want to go back and see if I can do it now, though. I like food challenges. They got this huge vegan burger at this place called Geegan uh, on Sunset. I know I can murder it. Can we get one question before we yeah. got to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is actually about being spoiled. Mm-hmm. Uncle Jimmy Gaming asks, what up, Tony, Keon, Maya? I have a question for y'all. Mm-hmm. Me and my bro were at work talking about how spoiled children be when they never have to work for their own. It led to a story about this famous case of a high-powered public figure son who raped and murdered a girl that rejected his advances. My bro asked me if I was in that public figure's position, would I have covered it up or prosecuted my own son fairly? That question tore me up mentally, thinking of a solution. How would you guys handle the situation? How far is too far to protect your own sons? If my son was super trash, I can't protect the super. Like, like there's a lot of people that be trying to cover up like murders or rapes and stuff. I'd be like, ah, I can't do it, man. You can't be a serial that. killer and, and yeah. be my son. And I, I, I no, because then you lose. You lose all credibility and integrity as, as your own person. Plus, no. if somebody was doing that to, let's say, a serial killer killed my kid, right? I want answers. I want, yeah. you know, I want. Ju- I can't I, do it. I, I can't That's just not it. the way I'm built. I would never be able to. Now, if my son murdered in like self-defense or something like that, oh, yeah. you know, hey, let's Come chop it up in. together. But if he out here killing people, like he's the straight like rapist, murderer, yeah. pedophile, I can't back you up i need you to be off the streets what about the unabomber's brother he turned him in Mm -hmm. but the unabomber his manifesto ended up making a lot of sense like he was um a villain Mm -hmm. so his thing was technology is going to be the end of us all Mm -hmm. and now people are like you know technology is going to be the end of us all (laughs) but he killed people to prove his point he sent bombs out and his brother turned him in but i like i would turn my kid i would still go visit you in jail, yeah. but you need to be out the streets. You out yeah. here raping and murdering. You gotta go. I'll, I'll, I'll come visit. see you. I'll be like, I'll come. You know, I'll still, you know, put money on you, whatever yeah. you need. But I'll be like Jeffrey Dahmer's dad. You need to be mm. out the streets. Still pulling up, like, yeah. what you, what you up to? In there? So, if your kid was a villain, would you turn him in? Yeah. Oh. If I knew about it, yeah, I would have to. I have to. It's just for safety of oh. everybody, including myself. That sucks. What if he, you know? 
What if he had like a cool costume and was a good villain? <laughs> What's a good villain? Like what? Like I don't like know. Thanos? He's fan not Thanos, but maybe he's like an environmental terrorist or something Killmonger like that. Killmonger from Black Panther? Yes. Killmonger. Would you turn Killmonger? I feel in? like you could if if my son if it's my son well first of all, Killmonger's origin story because he didn't have a dad. Mm-hmm. So that had a part to play too. But if my son was just on some like, you know, protect our people hype, I would just try to guide him and not do it so violently. Mm-hmm. But or not, you know, but I don't know if I would turn him in. I don't know if I'm that. turning him in. But I can't I can't be like, you can't stay with me. Mm. You on your own, man. I see what you're doing. This is too extreme. I was trying to talk him out of it. Yeah, like the said. extreme. You doing had, too much. I had no issue with Killmonger other than his aggressiveness all the time. Like even especially like when he put the old lady up by the throat, that pissed me off. Yeah. I'm like, man, the disrespect, it's, 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 it's respect yeah. to the elders, bro. Yeah. You could have made your same points and stuff like that without doing all this. That's what my beef with him was, not his idealism. Like mm. I, I agreed with him, but I was just like, you, you doing too much, man. Like mm-hmm. when you start, start dragging murdering the innocent, innocent yeah, people, I'm like, no, you man. can't get the backing. What about John Brown? <laughs> what he do? John Brown, um, he. He started the Civil War, basically, and he went um, and thought he was going to take a bunch of arms, rob the armory. He accidentally killed innocent people, but it was to free all the slaves. Mm. Would you turn John Brown in? How did he accidentally kill innocent people? Well, he's shooting, and sometimes you shoot, and it you know you can't be like, oh, this bullet's going here, and this bullet's going here. Oh, that's so accidental, though. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't premeditated. No. Yeah. no. Killmonger's stuff was... That's a, that if it's accidental, that, that's different. Yeah. Like, oh, my bad, y'all. But it's I'm sorry, of, I apologize. But these pictures. slaves. Right. But if he was like, I'm going to kill these innocent people to send the message, then I'm like, all right, yeah. you, you cross no. the line. Yeah. Anyway, guys, that's another episode of Daddy Issues, man. Thanks for tuning in, listening, however you're doing it. We appreciate it. If you got any questions for us, ask us in the comments section on YouTube, and we'll tackle them on the show. You can find me anywhere at Tony Baker Comedy on everything. I'm in Dallas. I'm in the Dallas area this weekend. Uh, Arlington, Texas. I'm at the Arlington Improv. Um, February 20th to the 23rd. Pull up. Six shows. Good time. So if you're in Fort Worth, you're in Dallas, or you're in Arlington, assemble your crew, man. Pull on up. <laughs> Uh, at Keon Poli on everything. Uh, unless y'all going to be on this ship that I'm working, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going on there. And, uh, yeah, that's it. All right, y'all. We out.